Welcome to Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. I'm Dimity, your not-so-average host. Together with some incredible guests, I share with you the life-changing lessons I've learned from remarkable places, people, and books. My deepest wish is that by you listening in every single week, that you too decide that you're not so average, that you just start doing more cool stuff, make outrageous plans, or even launch that business idea you've been waiting on for so long. Whatever it is that your heart is desiring right now or called to do, I know for sure that you're just not average. So let's dive in. Thank you guys. Welcome back to another episode. We are on episode number three and I am so excited for today's guest. She is someone that came into my life a couple of years ago and she just has so much energy, so much fire. So hold this space because we are literally going to be rewriting so many of your body image stories on this episode today. But before I get into that, I just really wanted to thank you so much with the launch, um, how much love, support uh, everyone has given me. And it just brings me so much joy knowing that we aren't just average millennials. And if you are someone out there feeling a little bit lonely, feeling a bit lost, like this is your home. This is where you can come to every single week to just fill in the gaps where you need to in your life to find that inspiration, to find that motivation, to just really uncover who you are. Um, That is what we're all about here at Not Just Your Average Millennial. So on that note, we have a phenomenal guest. Like I said before, she came into my life three years ago. Her name is Georgie Thomas. She is the founder of the new Body Image Rewritten Movement, which is blowing up Instagram, if I'm going to be honest, G. So welcome. Thank you, girl. What a beautiful intro and what a, yeah, I'm so glad we've crossed paths in the last few years because you are such a light in my life. <laughs> oh, no, thank you for having, coming on here. Thank you for having me in your space and just, oh, sorry. <laughs> just sharing a little bit about who you are and All I really want to know is that, yes, you are a micro-influencer. You can find her at at Georgie Thomas on Instagram. You will see her phenomenal um, health transformation. But I want to know who is the real Georgie Thomas when Instagram isn't on, when Facebook's not on, when the masks are off, um, when she's around her beautiful partner. What is that Georgie? Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like I, I, I try and be so myself online so I'm hoping that what you see online is what I'm really like offline as well but look I'm I'm fair chiller (laughs) like I just I just go by with life and nothing you know things that I love doing is I love you know I love being hanging out with my partner I love traveling I love being down by the beach I love um, my dog a beautiful golden retriever and my cat like I'm obsessed with animals um, and I love traveling all that like if you look in life I just try and take it not too seriously I think that's the biggest thing that's probably changed for me in the last year is that I've started to really just enjoy the smaller things in life and I think you know you can get so easily caught up in Instagram world and things like that that it can overtake you and sometimes it, you do just forget to you know enjoy life and be present with the ones that you love so as much as I look part of me sometimes thinks that if I wasn't running a business or anything like that off of social media I probably wouldn't have it um because it does take up so much time and there is so much crap on there there's a lot of good things on there too of course but 
you know, it can take up a lot of time. But I mean, I've, I've just come back from a weekend away with my girlfriends and, you know, we just had the best time drinking margaritas and our activewear, not really giving a shit about anything else in life. So, so good. I mean, that, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I'm just your normal bloody chiller. <laughs> I love that you describe yourself as a chiller. I, I'm a pretty chiller. I'm a high maintenance chiller, but I'm a chiller. <laughs> So I really, really do love that. And I love that you said, like, to be honest, like social media is consuming and we will dive deeper into that a bit later on social media and how I guess you can help um, the listeners really handle not feeling overwhelmed and run by social media. So we'll come back to that point, but what's your mission? What is your mission? What do you stand for every single day? Yeah, and uh, look, this has been something and you've, like, we've known each other for a couple of years and both of us have seen how much we've evolved in that time. Is Like, we have evolved so much in that time. And, look, there was a time that I, you know, probably in the last few years that I, I lost my purpose, I lost my vision for a little bit and I was, you know, in a stage of immense, like, confusion and frustration, not knowing, you know, what the hell am I meant to be doing here? Like, what, uh, like, I've reached a point where I wasn't excited to get up each day or any of that, and I was just in that, and I'm sure a lot of you who are listening can relate to this. You have times in your life which, which test you and which challenge you, and for me, I really had this show up probably two years ago now and I felt like I wasn't aligned and I felt like something was missing. And in that time, I invested back into myself a lot. I took the time to kind of figure out what the hell was trying to come through to me at that stage, like what the hell was happening. And it took some time, but I had this moment last year where I started to realise, you know, I've been on a very different path in the last couple of, the, a couple of years and the way that I am at home, and it's great that you asked that question before, like what I'm really like, I started to realise things in life, you know, what was important to me. And I was starting to see things show up with, um, you know, in my journey, if, if any of you gone and stalked me or whatever, you'd see that I've gone on a really big health journey in my life and it's I've really struggled with that and I have seen a lot of women and I've had a lot of women come into my life and I see it on social media who have been really affected with body image issues and you know there's just so much comparison out there now that I was really inspired by a few of my clients and being in that state that was so confusing for me for a little while I just had this massive overwhelming like inspiration and like life kind of put it back into me to really help women feel good in their bodies but not not just that but just realize that there's more to freaking life than your body and there is more to life than trying to compare yourself to these little bidsters on social media who are probably filtering and manipulating their photos you know, to look at, you know, Kim Kardashian way or whatever. And I've just started, I started to see how much it was taking over people's lives. So I started researching more into it um, and I was shocked. Like there were times where I would literally tear up and just feel this massive pull like I have never felt in my life that I had to do something about this. And I've never in my life had such a strong vision or purpose 
can't like show up in my life so it's much. A complete download. Yeah, complete download. And I'm like, at a time where I thought, what the hell am I going to do? It just hit me like a freight train. And I, once you start, once you're opened up to something like that, it's like you have to do something about it. Like you, it's what you're meant to be doing. And for me, I just then started to realize, like I want to help women realize that there's so much more to life. Realize that there's more to you than just your body. And to really help decrease the, the rates of, you know, body dysmorphia, eating disorders. I'm seeing, like, I'm seeing kids as young as 10 to 13 now experience this stuff and that breaks my heart. Like that literally lights a fire in my belly that I've never had before. I'm just like, if we don't rewrite this now, if we don't change this now, I mean, the next generation's already feeling it. If we can't shift what it's like for them, what are the next generations to come? Like social media isn't dying away. It's not going anywhere. No, it's a and piece so, that is on a very big mission on its own. Yeah, so if we don't change this now, it's only going to get worse. The stats and everything that I'm seeing is only going to get worse. So that's my mission. I, I'm going to change it. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. And I'm like, I'm, I, George knows this. And for anyone that is listening, you you could, you can just probably feel that you're like, yes, I'm getting behind your mission. And that's what I love about this podcast is that we bring on so many fiery, badass millennials like you, Georgie, who have such a stand and a conviction to a mission so much bigger than them. And I know that, um, your body image rewritten is all about just the future generations. And I just want you to dive deeper into like, what are the stats that you're hearing? Like, let's get some real and raw on this because I don't know, the listeners may don't know, but yeah, we just really need to open up this conversation on a whole bigger level. There was a few stats that really stood out to me. So there was one where it was like, um, you know, 50% of American um, teenagers aged like 13 50% reported having lower body dissatisfaction and being scared to get fat. And by the time they turned 17, that percentage turned to like 80%. Wow. Like in that time period, it changed so much. Um, And, you know, and that stuff's happening all around the world. Like it's not just America. We've got it here in Australia. There's stats over in Sweden. There's a stat over in Sweden of older women who were aged like, you know, 55 to 60 this is just rough I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head but in that you know older age bracket and like over 80 percent of them had reported that they'd actually cut down the amount that they were eating like really restricted themselves because they were too scared for their body to change and they just based their life based on how they looked and so no matter what age you're at right now it's happening like and it's getting younger and younger as time, you know, it's social media. There's people who are in year six in Australia who are like, well, how old are they in year six? Like That'd 10? Like, no, like 11 or 12. Yeah. 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 They've all got social media now. They're all on there. And so, you know, what stories are they creating in their head at that age? And at that age, it's so important for them. So from ages zero to seven is when you start downloading stories from, you know, who you're surrounded by, by your parents, by what you see on TV, by what you get taught at, you know, school, whatever, at age zero to seven, that's when a lot of your beliefs start getting formed, right? And then you have your early 
from seven to, you know, early adolescence where a lot of those get reinforced or maybe you start developing new stories and that's genuinely what you start believing. So if you're on social media at that stage, what are you going to start thinking? What are you going to start seeing how life should be from other people or their bodies or anything like that? And then what are you going to then start thinking about yourself that then starts showing up as a genuine belief in life? So... Yeah. So that's, I didn't know that that's when you started creating those stories. And we talk about mindset stories a lot on here, but if, if a listener's out here, obviously maybe they're not that young, but maybe they've got children, maybe they've got teenage daughters, maybe you're someone out there that wants to rewrite your own body image story. So gee, do you have some like advice on how someone maybe takes like a, a three, it's not going to be a three-step process, but at least begins their journey to rewriting their body image story? Yeah. No matter what, like what age you're at, I know that's when you know what I was just talking about is where a lot of your stories start from, and when they, where your beliefs get developed. But if you're telling your something yourself something for a prolonged period of time, like for myself, for example, you know, throughout high school, probably started for me. I started telling myself that you know I was ugly and I wasn't worthy, I wasn't beautiful, um, and I would have those thoughts multiple times in a day. And so you've got to think of it the way that I like to think of it is in your brain, every time you have a thought, you release this like synapse. So I just want you to think of like this line in your brain that just gets thicker and thicker every single time you have this thought. And if you're telling yourself that all the time, it's just going to be quite strong, right? So what the first thing that I always like to try and do with people is be aware of that thought that is happening in your in in life just be aware of that voice inside of your head that when you look in the mirror is going straight to a negative straight away what is that voice because i'm telling you right now it's not you it is not you you know a lot of people look at it as your ego that voice inside of your head and your ego is just there to protect you but at times it's just it's just trying to keep you comfortable, just doesn't want you to change, right? The real you wouldn't talk to yourself like that. And so when you walk past a mirror, I will just want you to catch it and then I just want you to flip it. So if you're walking past in, and you look at yourself in a mirror or a reflection and you're like, oh my God, my ass, it's freaking huge today. I want you to just be aware of that and flip it and be like, oh, damn, I look good today. Damn, I look hot. Look at that booty. <laughs> Yeah, check that ass out because what you're doing is you're you're changing that pattern in your in that you're changing that pathway in your brain and you're creating a new story that which is actually going to serve you. And once you start saying that enough, that's genuinely what you're going to start believing as time goes on. So you just got to think of all the times in the past that you've spoken harshly on yourself. We've got to flip that and we've got to do all that again as a positive so we can start reinforcing those beliefs. Oh, I love, I love that tangible. I love the visionary of that. Cause I, I totally got that. I'm a, I see things in very visionary style. So I love that fact of like, every time you think of a negative thought, it just keeps getting thicker and thicker and thicker. So now we get to yeah. just basically get off that train and we get to just start a new line of like, holy crap, I am so beautiful. I am so hot. Look how attractive I am. Look how luscious my hair is. So thank yeah. you for just giving that complete visual because we often speak around rewriting a bit body image we see people on instagram like showing their guts and like it's yeah. it's one of those things where people are like yeah it's all well and good but how do i do it 
Yeah, and I think that's so important because a lot of, and this is what I do start to see now, and this is the re, one of the main reasons why I wanted to start Body Image Rewritten, is because there are so many people out there right now who are doing, you know, the body positivity movement, which is freaking amazing, right? It, the, it, it is making waves out totally, there. absolutely. But I started to see a bit of a gap in the sense of you're putting that out there but you're only seeing the superficial part of it, like showing your fat rolls, even though it's freaking amazing, right? It's good to show normal bodies, but you're not getting the how-to behind that. You're not getting the process of, okay, how do they actually get to the point where they don't care to put that on social media and for anyone else to see them? And I think that's the bit that was missing. And that's why I felt so lit up to start Body Image Rewritten because that's where I give the actual tools and activities where you can start rewriting that from a psychological point of view or psychology point of view yeah and and start changing that um because it doesn't you don't just wake up one morning and you're just like oh i don't care what people think anymore like that's no, fine. you don't it takes years of personal yeah. like I, I know both of us we've had we've spent and invested thousands upon thousands of dollars on personal growth but i can tell you i still have the same thoughts that i capture every every day that I need to flip on their head. So you are so right. And I must, I need to touch on this because I want to know your opinion. You know, self-love Sunday, you see everyone post about their happy baths. It's the same kind of deal. It's like self-love isn't just a warm, fuzzy bath. What is self-love to you? Mm, That's such a good question. Self-love to me is, is, oh, it's a few different things, right? I I don't like, I, I don't, like, I don't really like being on social media on weekends. Um, for me, like, I do like to take myself away from it a bit. Um, and for me, self-love is probably just being more present with the people that I love most in my life. Um, I mean, if, if, if taking a bath makes you feel good, that's totally fine. Like, for me, sometimes all I want is just a vino and a rom-com, you know. <laughs> Some people are going to be laughing right now, being like, oh, my God, you're so fucking lame. But that is honestly... That's, that that's would me? <laughs> no, I get it. I don't, totally get it. It's like total introvert mode on. Yeah, yeah, because, I, yeah, like I, I like weekends to just do whatever I feel like doing and sometimes that is, you know, going hanging with my family or sometimes it's doing a little weekend getaway where there's no phone signal and just chilling out or being hanging around my girlfriends just acting like absolute idiots for a week and not caring about anything. Like it's just that time where you can switch off and just be unapologetically you and not have to care about anything else out there. You just do whatever makes you feel good. Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that you bring it out back to getting off social media as well. Like self-love Sunday is not a hashtag self-love Sunday or self-love. Look at me in a freaking bath. Like, and no offense to anyone that's done. I've done that. So I'm like, I'm part of the idiot club that is on that movement. But I I just want to just open up that conversation of self-love is, is deep. It's, it's off Instagram. It's sitting in meditation. It's writing a 30 30 point list of what lights you up every single day. It's, it's really getting connected with, like you said, girlfriends, boyfriends, uh, partners, dogs, cats, I don't know, trees, whatever floats your boat. It's, it's really coming back down into that heart center, not, not a hashtag. Yeah, I think, and you know, it does go a lot deeper than that as well. Like you touched on this before, like you and I have invested so much into personal development 
Um, and I think it is just important to just have that kind of deep awareness of what's kind of going on in your life and to really make sure you are putting yourself first. I mean, so many of us put so many other people around us in our life first. And then I think it's just a good reminder every once in a while to actually check in on yourself and to make sure that your cup is full so you can overflow that into others. When you say, when you say like the cup is full, like how do you have, just from your experience and your personal growth, like how do you, is there any indicators that you've, you've come across that goes, oh my, oh my gosh, I need to slow down. I need to fill myself back up. I need to remove myself from social media or I need to remove myself from the world to just be by myself and recharge. Like what are your indicators to someone who hasn't invested thousands of dollars like us to, to begin? Yeah. Energy. I feel, I think for me, I can really understand like when I'm feeling good and when I'm not and when I need to shift that and energy is something that I feel like you can tap in at any time I mean Tony Robbins always talks about getting into state and jumping around and all that stuff moving that you know getting that physiology in your body moving around but I think sometimes it's really important to actually figure out what you need at that point and check in with yourself you know I've you know Jim both you and I have had moments in life we were talking about this just before we started recording this like totally where you have some absolute pits where all you need in that time is just to be around, you know, the people that support you or you need that time to yourself. And whether if that means that you need to take, you know, a couple of days of being off of social media so you can figure out what the hell's going on, you need to do that and you need to do that guilt-free. And I think, you know, doing things guilt-free is something that, like, I don't know, I find hard at time you think you need to constantly be go 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 but I think there is so much beauty and importance actually stopping for a second to recharge and to just do what feels right to you and deep down you know what feels good like I always try and listen to my gut more than anything which is something that I've tried to tune into more over the last few years but really listening to my gut and knowing that that is always right in terms of is this going to make me feel good? Yes. Or is this going to make me feel bad? And if it's making me not feel good, well, then that's just a straight out no for me. It's not going to happen. You are so like me. We've had this. We are very black and white. If it feels good, it's a hell yes. If it's not, yeah. it's a hell no. And if you can start living your life by what Georgie is saying, like you will start skyrocketing in ways that you, you don't even know what you're capable of just right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just science. Like, and I like you guys might think this is weird. I'm always conscious of like people that are going to be like, "You're a trooper." Just so you understand, guys. Like, I'm <laughs> my background is an exercise physiologist, so I'm like the most. Le- I used to be the least woo-woo person out there. <laughs> However, over time, I start to realise, oh, maybe this shit has actually got some truth to it. But your gut and listening, like, you got to take that as clues. Like, your for me. Like your gut has more power than what your brain actually does. And so it's for me, I always think of it as like it's just a clue as to the right path that I need to be on right now. And especially if you're in a really tough time right now, I always just say to people, go with what feels right because it's a clue. It's a clue to being on the right track. You might not know where the hell that destination is going to land you. Um, But during most times that you're feeling super confused or super frustrated, Just trust your gut with that because it's going to set you on the right path. And, I mean, for me, that's how Body Image Rewritten got 
launched. I mean, you know, that's how that started was by me just trusting that process. And Dim, I know you've gone through it recently as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and being okay with going through the shit. And that's what I've really learned in the last couple of weeks alone. Like, Georgie and I have had a lot of phone conversations where we call each other up and be like, help. But it's it's being able to just sit and, like Georgie said before, being aware and conscious, capture those thoughts and being able to flip it. So I really love that. And uh, as we shift forward, what is, like, the one thing or what is the – the, the hottest trending topic right now that you believe Generation Z, millennials, anyone that is listening to this needs to know about their body right now? Oh, this is a tough one. I really don't know how to pinpoint this down to one. Um, a broad topic. Let's go if you can think of a broad topic or quite a few because I want to yeah. really um, – the reason why I want you to get specific is because I want people to identify with that. Yeah. Look, there's a, like, to be honest, there's a couple right now. To me, one of the biggest things that I see going on is the comparison on social media and people can't disassociate, like, life from that. So, for me, social media is a massive one only because I've seen the numbers behind things for it and that kind of freaks me out the most in terms of far out. If something doesn't shift now it's only going to get worse. And you've already started to see Instagram and Facebook starting to make shifts from it. So the fact they've taken likes off of posts on Insta and Facebook and the fact that they've acknowledged that they realise that there's a lot of mental health issues that come out of that, I wish I was a fly on a wall to hear that conversation pan out because I know for sure, like... I've seen this, you know, I've seen the stats myself. So I know that they probably got more coming because they would have been like showing that and realized something does have to shift. So for me, it's a lot of the social media comparison. Um, I mean, there is the same comparison as the thief of all joy. And for for a lot of women that I see, it's just like they're missing their own beauty in life because they're focusing on trying to reenact someone else's off of Instagram. So that would be one is to just really... I would just delete people off of your social media that make you feel shit. Um, go for a scroll and if the energy is not right, tune into your gut like what I was saying before. If you're scrolling past someone and you're just like, oh, damn, like, look at them. And they're like, look at their six-pack or look at their Lamborghini that they probably just fucking hired for five minutes. <laughs> um, I would just delete them. Um, and, and on that start- note, George, I would just love to say and- – <laughs> so funny because it's so so true no one let's just make no one who has ever earned any money pulls it up from the bank and adds stacks of money on their bed to show how much wealth they have like, <laughs> unless um what's his what's the boxer's name fucking floyd whatever his floyd mayfair or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. oh my gosh so I, but- I get that and and i just wanted to say on that topic when we're on it even though it's a very relevant one like you go through seasons so be okay with not liking someone one day and loving them the next yes yeah and you might not like love everything about them whatever but I would just start getting ruthless like this is what I tell a few of my clients like you know some of my clients I've put them on a social media ban for a little bit because it's causing you know so much anxiety in their life literally be ruthless like I can say hands down now and if you feel offended by deleting someone just hide them or whatever there's so many different things you can do now but like 
there are, everyone that I follow on my Instagram now are either hilarious and like post hilarious memes or I follow like a cat and dog hashtag, which always <laughs> just makes me can't get sad watching that. But then like other women as well who just have the same values as what I do or, or even just, you know, seeing what my actual mates are up to because sometimes we follow so much other crap that we actually don't even get to see what our friends are up to. Yes, preach. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I would just get absolutely ruthless with that. That's like one of the main things. The other one is um, probably another one that's really hot on my heart at the moment is diet culture and rules around food, which has been a tough one for me. Um, because if you know my journey, you'd know how it's been over the last few years. Like I've been very much from a young age, been absorbed into diet culture. And that was probably one of the biggest shifts I had probably two years ago when I started to realize, you know, I don't want to count macros. I don't want to count calories. I don't want to, you know, be so, feel so fucking guilty when I go out for dinner you know, and think that I have to work it off the next day at the gym because I've just indulged for, gosh, one night in the week. Like, I think that's probably the other thing that I talk about a lot in Body Imagery Written is the mental, like your relationship with food because that's what I am also seeing right now is is making waves probably in the wrong way Um, and that it, it just needs to shift. It just needs to shift because us as a human body, our bodies are so much smarter than what we think they are, right? And I know that for a lot of women, they will try and restrict themselves and maybe go and just, oh, look, I'm just going to go have a coffee because I'm feeling hungry right now and try and restrict like their natural hunger signals and things like that when your body is going to override that every single time. And I think we've been so absorbed by this, you know, diet culture for so long now that we've actually forgot to listen in to our body yeah I love that you're bringing everything that you're speaking about back to am I does this feel good for me is this a yes or a no answer is this a fuck yes is this a fuck no like I love that everything you're speaking about comes back to the heart and what you feel in your gut. And I I know for even myself, like I, I do um, intuition eating. So I eat when I feel hungry and I eat what I want to feel like and what I'll eat. If I want to eat carbs, I'll eat carbs. If I want to drink something, I'll drink something. So I love that you're really helping rewrite not only body image, but you're also rewriting those nutrition and diet culture stories as well. Yeah. And there's so many things that I wish I knew uh, like years ago because then I wouldn't have been such an idiot but then you can't feel like that like you just got to respect wherever you're at on your journey right now you're doing the best you can with what you know right now so whatever you're doing please do not feel shit or guilty or anything like that for where you are like if I'm saying some of this stuff right now and you're just like oh my god that's me I'm so immersed in that right now there's no need to feel bad or anything like that. The fact that you've just had like awareness around that and maybe thought, oh, maybe life doesn't have to be like that. That's, that's where the beauty lies within that. So, and for me on this journey as well, like I want you guys to know, like it's brought up so much stuff for me too with how I've done things in the past, with how I feel. I've started to realise that there were definitely times in my life that I, I probably made some really dumb decisions. But the beauty of it is that, 
you are exactly where you're meant to be right now and you're learning things all the time and it's only going to go up from here. It only can go up from here. So don't be harsh to yourself at all if you're listening to this. <laughs> yes, I appreciate where you're at and you can only move forward. But I want to bring that back into the conversation of like, why do us women feel the need to not be so kind on ourselves? Because you're, yeah, you're speaking about this whole thing around not feeling guilty. Yeah. And if you're listening, like, don't fall into like, oh, I need to change things now. Like, how do we bring back kindness? We talk about like yeah. self-love. How do we just bring that back to that simple yeah it's something that i've seen i mean so many women think that and i've thought this in times before that it's almost a bad thing to feel good about yourself in terms of you don't want to seem cocky or up yourself or anything but i also feel like women are so freaking harsh on each other and deep down i know and this might sound harsh or be a bit of a wake-up call or whatever but i know if you're being really freaking harsh on yourself chances are you're judging a hell of a lot of other people out there as well and so i think it starts with for us to be kinder to ourselves we have to start being kinder to other people as well we have to stop that comparison we have to stop thinking or you know like making you know passing judgment to someone as they walk past or anything like that the sooner we can start actually seeing the positives in others is the sooner we can start seeing them in ourselves too um and women are the worst for that and like i'm so grateful now that you know in the last few like you know my bunch of girls are freaking unreal if any of them listening to this hello <laughs> um my like I'm so lucky that I'm surrounded by such great women because through high school and things like that, I was surrounded by a bunch of moles, if I'm going to be honest. Like, they didn't make you feel good. I used to think that girls would always want to backstab and just bully and stuff like that, whereas when you find the right women, they will only ever lift you up. And I'm so grateful that I'm surrounded by that now because my girls are the freaking best. Like get around each other it's always positive if you're having a bad day like they help lift you up and that's what i want to reenact in body image rewritten because i realized that women can be really horrible to each other but at the same time i you know it's not meant to be like that it's you're meant to actually have each other's backs Totally. And I'm just going to pull something out of the air. I have a complete download. But if you are someone out there that doesn't have a sisterhood like G speaking about, doesn't have other women around you that want to raise you up, that want to support you, who want to cheer you up, I want you to DM me now. I want you to DM me now because I'm going to create something. I'm going to add Georgie into a group chat, a Facebook group, something where we are going to become your sisterhood. So I want you to just DM me and say, I'm, I want to be part of that because I know for me, especially um, how lonely it can be. It can feel yeah. so damn lonely. And you might look at Instagram, you might, again, bring back this comparison and you say, well, she she's doing all of this stuff. Like, of course she doesn't feel lonely. Uh, reality check, I do. So if you are someone that feels loneliness and who is sick of hanging around moles, as Georgie says, like DM me, let's, let's remove them. Let's start a new sisterhood. Let's start a new tribe uh, where we can really, again, just rewrite those friendship stories as well yeah because honestly like my bunch of girls are the most hilarious humans ever and there's just they just do not take life too seriously and that's what it's meant to be about it's just 
there is so much more to life than shit friends. <laughs> I'm like, can I be part of your group of friends now? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I'll be obviously on that. But I, I thank you so much for just um, being honest and real about how much comparison goes on in social media. And I challenge any of the listeners out here that may be circulating into a negative spiral, into a negative story, to just go genuinely love on 10 to 15 other women's stories, posts, um, mm. their stories, just go love on them. Just give pure love and expect zero like expectation yep. in return. I promise you after that, like you'll see the shifts in just how you feel um, every single day. So yeah, for sure. I think that, you know, on top of that as well, just start, start catching that voice out, you know, in your head and just trust me when I say it's not you. Like, it is not you and the sooner you can start seeing that and start flipping that, the, the quicker that you're going to start rewriting your beliefs and that's going to start changing how you start showing up in life and don't expect it to happen overnight but just know that, you know, if I've gone from thinking I was a fat ranger who was gross to then, you know, loving on my body <laughs> I think there's more to life then you can do it too 100% so just take that belief see other people that have done it and use that as an example then if they can do that I know I can too and like a total springboard isn't she amazing like do you see why I wanted her on here because she's not only like a science guru and a geek and totally loves it and froths it she just is a real Aussie chick that just tells it like it fucking is so I love that and to finish off everything before yeah. do you have any final comments on that do you want to say anything uh, else that is like so hot in your heart before I ask you your final last question uh, no, I feel like we've covered the main things that are probably hot on my heart right now. Yeah. Good. I could, well, go, I could talk for freaking hours on any of stuff. Stop me while I, stop me while I can. No worries. But <laughs> I, I know we can chat for hours and we'll just keep laughing for you guys. But my final question for you, and I, something that I love, ask every guest on this episode is, Oh, it always gets people emotion. It gets me emotional, actually. But it's, do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Yeah, bloody oath I do. It's, it's you know, I think, I think this is the thing. Like, I, oh, God, if I could go back to my 16-year-old self and have the thoughts that I have now, I mean, look, you can't regret anything or, you know, you are exactly where you're meant to be right now. But if I could have just put my brain in that younger self and told it that it was going to be okay and that everything was going to work out, like, you know, I, there were times that I would look at myself, well, there were so many times and I'd look at myself and just think that, you know, I, I'm not enough and like I'm not beautiful and no one's gonna like me because this is who I am and fuck you must have you must you know the goal's got to be to get a good personality because no one's definitely gonna like your looks um you know that's shit that I told myself all the time back in the day and there I, and I know for some of you listening right now you might still be in that spot but the beauty of it is that you can change and Without those struggles to me, and I think this is the important part because you know, I don't want to stay in like the downer for too long, but looking back now, it all makes sense. Like looking back now, I know I went through what I went through to get to where I am now. Um, 
And if you're feeling how if you're feeling shit about yourself or anything like that, just know that you can hundred percent change everything. Like you're the commander of your life. You're the one that's in control. And as soon as I had that realization that, you know what, I take a hundred hundred percent responsibility for where I'm at. And I know that if I can take that responsibility and if I can start creating what I want out there, I'm going to start changing my whole entire life. And so just know how powerful you are because I'm not the old me. The old me is gone, but I am fucking grateful for it because without that, I don't know where the hell I would be right now. It's still a part of me that makes me, you know, realize how far I've come but also helps me relate to you guys who might be feeling that too. Um, because just honestly, just take that belief and know that you can do it because if you're no different to me, you're no different to anyone else out there in terms of you have the same resources out there to make the change and us as a human body, you can start rewiring those thoughts. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too <laughs> too deep with that. I just want people to know that they can, um, you can do it, and that you're not alone, and that everything is happening for a reason. You'll look back in five years' time, and you'll be like, "Oh, I get it now." It won't make sense now, but I promise you, in five years' time, you'll look back on things, and you'll be like, "You know what? Thank God I went through that because there were some huge lessons I got from that. That changed exactly. That changed how I did life in the future." I love that. What a perfect way to finish. Um, where can people get in contact with you, learn more about the body image rewritten movement? Yeah, so you can find me on Insta at Georgie Thomas. You can also find I've got a, I've just started an um, Instagram for body image rewritten, which is literally just at body image rewritten. The main place where you can find me, though, is on Facebook. I've got a free Facebook page. Uh, just search body imagery written that's been happening for a little bit now but I will be starting if you're in that group I will be starting in the next couple of weeks I'll be launching a proper online group where you'll have me as your coach in your back pocket for little like less than you know less than a dollar fifty a day or something like that I just made it super cheap and accessible to everyone because I you know that's my vision is to help everyone around the world so that's coming and you'll get two exercise sessions a week, even though exercise, we all have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, you will get mainly mindset training and all the activities and tools in there. So it'll be a bigger and big focus on rewriting your mindset and changing it so that you can be the person that you really are deep down inside. So you can stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, message me and reach out. If, if anything that I've said today is struck a chord with you at all, I'm here. Like message me on insta <laughs> anyone can access anyone these days i'm not too far away so reach out and i'm i cannot wait to help you on your journey and to help you rewrite your story oh i love that thank you georgie thomas for coming on here sharing your heart sharing your greatest mission thank you for being not just your average millennial who is here to really change the world and i am so flipping honored to be part of it so thank you for coming on here and sharing that with us today oh, 
Do thanks so much for having me and just guys, just give Dim some congrats more because she's, she's done a lot lately. And this the fact that she's just gone all out and launched this podcast is huge. So Dim, I'm you know how proud I am of you always. And I know this is just the beginning for you, girl. So I'm so honored that you asked me to be on this. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. And then guys, if you, as always, if you've loved this episode, uh, take a screenshot, add your lessons, tag Georgie and I in, in your Instagram stories, leave a review. Um, we would both love to know what feedback that you got from this and how you're going to move forward. Just really a new rewritten person taking on the world and your own damn good mission. So thank you guys <laughs> for listening. We are so, so excited for, for you to just, yeah, Start rewriting your own body image. Much love, guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode of Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. If you loved this episode, don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories or maybe you're even up for leaving a five-star review of the show. No matter what, follow this podcast on Spotify and subscribe to it on iTunes. It would really mean the world to me. And like always, go out there and start living an action-orientated, not-so-average lifestyle. Big love.